Welcome, Eagles, to another edition of Trad Cat Night special guests, exclusive podcast right here on the TradCatNight.org website, folks. Today is April the 8th, 2020. I hope you all are having a very fruitful Holy Week. And uh, I'm going to try to tone down my voice here slightly. I've had a few people uh, saying that my voice is coming over too loud over my guests when I'm speaking. So I've got to tone it down a little bit. So be a little bit more monotone. Uh, hopefully over these special guest podcasts. But in any case, folks, we've got a great lineup of guests for you uh, today. We're going to be starting off with a safe haven Mike here, and we're going to be talking about how the coronavirus has indeed uh, been a wake-up call uh, to the reality that the Antichrist is right around the corner. Now, up on the website today, I got a short little three-minute piece up from Father Malachi Martin talking about how we would know how close we are to the Antichrist. I want to make sure everyone gets to the website today and checks that out. Uh, but Safe Haven Mike has a lot of information to present, so we want to get to that in just a moment. But before we do that, we have to get to our sponsors and a quick announcement. I'm very close to signing uh, Dr. Shiva. Uh, probably all of you at this point have seen a lot of his interviews. He just got back to me today, uh, this morning, and said he's extremely busy. So we're going to try to make a time frame work because, as you know, I'm normally pre-booked a month in advance, but we'll make it work. Also, Daniel from End of Days Radio is on the program, not Catholic, but has some good stuff to say in general, and uh, Dr. Paul Cottrell. So what I'm going to be doing going forward here is I'll be shooting out messages to people uh, as the days go along, and so it might not be up on the calendar on the right-hand side. So you might just wake up one day, and I might have like one of the top names on the program like the very next day or within a few days, because uh, I want to try to <clears throat> try to get the very best guests, uh, best guests onto the program uh, as possible. So Wanted to add that before we get to Safe Haven Mike, folks. So we got to get to our sponsors, jacksberry.com, which is a Catholic website and service dedicated to the teaching of the virtues, evangelization, strong devotion to the Immaculate and Sacred Hearts. There are many saint quotes, prayers, articles posted throughout the week to help guide and keep souls on the straight and narrow in this severe crisis in the church. Please specifically visit his prayer request and prayer intention section. Uh, because I know Father Voigt, at, I believe at the end of every month, uh, holds these intentions in your prayers uh, in his, in at Mass, uh, your specific intentions at Mass. I believe it's the last uh, Sunday that he does that. So get on over to jacksberry.com. Also get over to drdeanconsulting.com. Dr. Dean is a consultant worthy of the title, with an outstanding background in career management, recruiting, college relations, teaching, human resource development, succession planning, and human relations. Again, all of our past uh, sponsors, uh, current sponsors along the right-hand side of tradcatnight.org. Please do frequent them. It, in part, helps us to keep this programming uh, moving along here, folks. I also just got up an article, since we're going to be talking a little bit on the prophetic level today. I just got up an article today working off of Marie Jalee Jehenny's writings talking about how God would become so angry. And uh, it obviously, in part, is going to tie into the pandemic talk uh, that we're talking uh, today, diseases or whatnot. So I'm going to hand it over. Uh, to Mike now, because he's got an awful lot of information to get through here, folks. He's got, I think we're going to start off here with a new announcement. Uh, Mike, I'm going to hand it uh, over to you, and uh, we'll take it from there. Great. Thanks, Eric. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother Holy of God, God, pray for us. Now, now, now the hour of our death, amen. Holy Spirit, we ask that you to come into our hearts, into our minds, give us your words, and help us help us to be your mouthpiece 
to whatever, for whatever you want to say, Mary, we're completely yours. Please use us as you will. In the name of the Father, and Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So these are exciting times, my friend. Yeah, sure is. You can say that. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is, uh, I think the last time we talked, it was still kind of uh, business as usual. And um, to to steal a line from um, Anthony Stein, the, the, it's uh, over. Return to tradition, yeah. Over, thank you. Return to tradition. He said, still in the pursuit of uh, mammon and vice. I really like that one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so now, though, with everything having changed, I think that. Um, the net message today is that it's really positive. Why? Because there's been um, a uh, an awareness, an opening of the minds of a lot of folks who you know, haven't been you know, digging into this and raising the alarm for a long time, um, like you, know, you and I and a number of other people have that that you know we've been kind of like the kooky people on the outside. And um, but it's but it's pretty exciting because there are a lot of you probably have them. I know I do. Family and friends were like, oh, do you think this all could be now? And, you know, everybody has that aha moment. But with this uh, coronavirus pandemic coming down, you know, whether it's real or it's fake, it doesn't really matter. But the fact is that we've all kind of voluntarily given up uh, our freedoms and agreed to follow all the rules. And it's almost like a, a social responsibility that everyone's saying, oh, you have to do this and do that. Whatever the reason is that life has dramatically changed for the entire world. And it all came um, in this package that for 192 countries around the world, or however many there are, everybody agreed to it. It's just like without question on something that's, you know, a relatively questionable event. So anyway, this the net message is that it's a it's a good and a, uh, a hopeful time because it's um, it's game time. Yeah, it sure is. You know, and we, we talk about, you know, prepping survivalism as we do here at Safe Haven Mike. It's certainly nothing wrong with it, but it takes a backseat to the survival and thriving of our souls. I know in part down the road here, this is part what you want to talk about. Uh, now, where, where would we like to begin first? You want to talk about the, the announcement? Uh, uh, I do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, we are launching a a new apostolate and the name of it is eden redux so redux the the latin for the restoration of or the return of and um we've talked uh, a little bit last time and touched on it in some previous talks but this is this is really kind of a, a a mission for my wife and me that we feel like that we need to um you know to carry forward uh, publicly is uh getting more awareness of and the word out on the uh, the coming of the kingdom. We had mentioned uh, Luisa Picaretta and the coming of the kingdom of the divine will, which is what we've been praying for in the Our Father, and um, and also the return of the the new and divine holiness that uh, or the coming of the new and divine holiness, which is actually the return of the original holiness of mankind that we, Adam and Eve had before the fall. So that's kind of hence the name. Um, Eden Redux can be found on um, right now. It's on uh, YouTube and on Facebook, and um, the there will be a website coming soon. Just EdenRedux.com and I got .org, but um, those are those websites won't be ready for like a week. But you can find us on social media, and really what it's what it is is um, 
we're very good friends with the likes of, uh, you know, Mark Mallet and Daniel O'Connor and um, and you, Eric. And we kind of feel like that there's this we, we want to like help collaborate on tipping the scales uh, on the Internet, on all of the voices that are out there uh, for the good to help try and get out the, um, the message of the mind of Christ. What is he doing right now? It's not, you know, like politically this or, you know, world events that it's uh, Jesus Christ is making everything happen himself. Like it's it's very clear um, through our faith, and especially St. Alphonsus Liguori and others that say that Jesus picks everything. He sends the good and he sends the bad. Why is he doing what he's doing? Well, he's told us. And where is this all headed? Well, he's told us. So it's a very hopeful message, but it's it's a very sobering message. And that's uh, that's kind of the heart of the apostolate. Yeah, no, that's great. We were mentioning there uh, off air. I'm taking down notes here. Uh, if you could, if you are friends with Mark, I'd like to get Mark Mallett on, on the show. Uh, I mean, I'm somewhat familiar with his work and I've had people from time to past pass along to me. But as you know, I'll, I'll interview uh, you know, anyone, even if we don't see eye to eye on certain points. Um, but yeah, if you can get in touch with him, that'd be great. You know, forward me his email or whatnot, and I'd be interested in having him on the program. But we were talking off air about how this whole Corona situation, in the end, uh, on the surface level, it really doesn't matter whether it's real or not. And even like on certain days, like I don't know, like is it a complete hoax? Uh, you know, Dr. Lorraine Day came on yesterday, and she's a doctor out in Los Angeles area. The hospitals are empty. We're we're, we're getting other whistleblowers saying the same thing. There's really yeah. no respiratory issues. And then there's others who say like I have a friend. You know, Alexander Shugel had it or whatnot. I don't know. I wake up each day like, is it real? Is it not? But as you 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 were saying, it, it really doesn't matter. We know what the end game is. We know what they're trying to do with it, <laughs> right? Exactly. And, yeah. I mean, and the people go out there saying that it's 5G. I mean, OK, fine, whatever. I, I frankly, I don't care the source of it. I don't care whether it's real or not. What I care about is the the spiritual and the cosmic chess game that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. It's a chess game. Our Lord is doing things and we can get distracted by the horizontal. We can get our eyes fixed on the it's almost like ants in an anthill. Like it's the little things. Oh, that guy came in carrying like, you know, the leg of a grasshopper. Oh boy. You know, he got a big one. Like, who cares? Who cares? It doesn't matter. What's, what matters is like this raise up from the anthill. Look at the big picture. This is like principalities and powers that, that are at play right now. This is the, like, it is the, the, the strategy of generals, not the tactics of a squad leader in mm. a battle. Like mm-hmm. that's that's we need to we, we need to fly like eagles like there's your image right there. Right. We need to fly like eagles and we need to see everything that's going on and we need to have the mind of angels because angels right now are, you know, they're at the forefront of this battle and the demons are trying to keep our eyes down in the mud. And the angels are saying, hey, uh, our queen has been telling you for a long time, dear Christians, what's going on and why our Lord is doing what he's doing. We, we need to make sure that we understand how he operates, how he um, places one event after another after another. And he sends certain things so that he can, one, purify his church, which is completely corrupted. Mm-hmm. He can purify souls, which, like Our Lady of Good Success has told us a long time ago, would just be so far from purity or original um, holiness of the Christian church that, you know, 
in some places she said that you know 75% of humanity would have to die and and so long and short of it is that we need to keep our eyes up we need to see the big picture we need to operate on a divine level not get trapped down in you know is coronavirus real is it fake is it you know 5G i mean who cares what's happening now is the steps have begun towards Mm-hmm. The the chastisement towards the ripping apart of all of the social structures that we put in place is, as our world has built this Tower of Babel version two. Mm. Yeah, that's to say the least. Now I've I've been getting emails uh, here, uh, Mike. Unfortunately, with with some Catholics kind of panicking. Uh, maybe they don't know how things are going to play out, like like you and I do, like on the macro level. So you got to really calm them down. But just you know, as a reminder to folks. Uh, well, with my past story or conversion story, I, I lost everything kind of all at once. This was many years ago. You know, lost uh, my job, uh, my health, uh, the home, like everything, like sort of Book of Job experience. And, and I panicked. I literally cre- I, I, I contrived a panic disorder. I became agoraphobic, uh, you know, or I just wanted to lock myself in the home all day. And what I want to remind everyone is, you know, as Christians, the loss of control, so to speak, is, is mm. very scary. But... We have to know that God is in control. God has, you know, we're, I always say this in my writings, uh, Mike, that we're, we're not in control of the vehicle. We're not driving the vehicle. Jesus right. is, we're a passenger, right? So when we know that God is in control and he has a plan, you know, to allow the evil to kind of have its day for, for the for the sake of our own sanctification and purification, and even as Benedict XVI said, the church will become more smaller, more purified or whatnot. But in yeah. the end, you know, we have the, this victory. So we always have to be reminded that, a God is in control. And maybe what, what the fear is in the end is not so much a loss of control. Maybe it's fear of suffering. I, I don't want to go through all that suffering. Mm. That might be. I'm so, sure. you know, that that's a great point there. I think that there are multiple fears. And um, I was explaining this to my daughter the other night that like the devil has this uh, prioritized tick list. Uh, OK, well, I can get Eric on these sins, but he's already conquered those other ones. So I'm not going to bother him on those. But I'm going to focus on these that I know are his weak spot because they they watch us all the time. The demons do. Mm-hmm. And they're taking notes and they're making strategies. Well, how can I bring him down or how can I get Michael to go commit this sin? And, you know, whatever it is, they know us. And so fear of suffering is a real big one. And we talked about this in um, one of my earlier talks on the softness, the the um, the sin of effeminacy. Yeah. And how, you know, we need to kind of toughen up physically and spiritually, but, you know, primarily like be ready to shed our comforts because that's where the mark of the beast is coming. Right. Because he's going to come and say, well, in order to buy or sell anything, then, you know, you're going to need to get this um, vaccine tracker. You know, it's the infrared tattoo or whatever it is or, you know, or something else. But, you know, that's a, a plausible case scenario. And so if it's fear of suffering, that means that we want our comforts, we want our air conditioning, we want our ability to go shopping and get our food plastic wrapped for us or whatever it is. But um, there, there's also another fear that I find is uh, is really rampant, and that's the, the, um, the, the fear of the unknown. And if we have our institutionalized habits that have turned into – well, okay, so I know that um, I'm going to join Amazon Prime and I'm going to be able to expect things to show up on my door in two days. I know that uh, I can get in my car and go uh, to the gas station and I can get gasoline. I know that um, that I'm going to 
be, I'm interested in getting my airline frequent flyer status here, or I'm going to be able to get my kids into soccer and they're going to progress this way. And then I'm going to save for my IRA and they're going to go to college and whatever. Like there are all these things that we have populated our lives with that are material and that are artificial constructs. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the Amish before and um, we live in the midst of a lot of them. And, um, and so we see how they've said no to a lot of that and how they're significantly happier than most of the, the English that we know, the, the non-Amish. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that, I mean, they're actually a living example uh, in a certain way of what our Lord's trying to do with this. Um, this is my point three here is the detachment from all things. Yes. Right. So mm-hmm. this, this situation, the, the unfolding is beginning. I have a, um, a good, very good friend who's a hermit who heard from another hermit um, that got a, like a, a word from our lady about how um, uh, she actually said that it was, March 18th or the Feast of St. Joseph on the new calendar, the 19th, that it was going to be the beginning of the unfolding. And um, and so that's kind of when uh, CNN actually dates the coronavirus lockdown um, back to that day, I think like the 18th. Yeah, it was around there. Yeah, for sure. It, it was. Yeah. And so this was we heard this probably two months ago. And so we we're like, well, what's going to happen on the 18th? And we kept on wondering and wondering. And so anyway, um, but it was the, there's a word for everybody It's the beginning of the unfolding. And um, and so what's happening here is, you know, brick by brick by brick, um, our Lord is dismantling the comforts that we've had, the artificial constructs in uh, society that we have relied on or have hid behind or have gotten distracted by. Right. Like these are the things that our Lord is removing. And, you know, it's. It is the comforts and it's the jobs for a lot of people. It's our savings that have gotten devastated. It's toilet paper. You know, I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of examples out there mm-hmm. on what it is we we look at and you know we we want to hold it and say I want to touch it and love it. This is my precious. It, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of preciouses out there that our Lord says, no, I need to be that for you, not a thing. Yeah. And. It reminds me of, there's of um, and I forget exactly where in uh, Holy Scripture it talks about it, but about turning the hearts of fathers back to their sons and mothers back to their daughters. And and that's that we see the beginning good fruits of the, the stripping away of the busyness of our modern uh, artificial society. Mm-hmm. With this, you know, families coming back together, spending time together, praying. I mean, they're probably a lot more family rosaries now than there had been yeah. during mm-hmm. the previous epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't say it any better. Uh, again, as you, you mentioned to me uh, this morning uh, in one of the emails, you know, God controls, sends, orchestrates all things uh, good and bad. It was a reminder of St. Alphonsus as well. I've been preaching detachment since day one here at this apostolate, knowing where things were headed. And listen, can it be that scary that Jesus just wants us to be simplified? Uh, to become more like Mary as opposed to Martha, right? Mary is is the better portion uh, than Martha. Yeah. Again, I'm not saying don't prepare, but what what's what's you know what can be better than sitting around praying the family rosary, doing spiritual readings? I, I say the four S's, and I'm trying to recall them: silence, solitude, self reflection. Oh, a slowing down of life. I mean, what what, what could be wrong with that from a Christian perspective? 
right? Yeah, and exactly. I mean, it's that's exactly right, Eric. I mean, this is a time of mercy. It is absolutely time of mercy. We're quickly transitioning into the time of justice. And I mean, it's happening in a certain sense, but um, there's there's no turning back now. And it's it mm-hmm. this it's like I said, it's a joyful and it's an exciting time because you start to see these events happening. And um, and and the fact that our Lord is giving us during Lent this time of silence and this time of more prayer and this time of the families turning back to each other and having family meals together instead of being separated by 100 activities that they feel like they have to you know run mommy taxi all over the place mm-hmm. and um, or you know working 80 hours a week for uh, our single listeners and um, you know being obsessed with certain hobbies and running around and doing this that and the other but it's no it's stay at home I mean it's kind of like a, a an imposed monasticism that we've got right now mm-hmm. yeah that's it that's that's put yeah. it in a nutshell. And uh, on the seven principles of being an eagle up on tradcatnight.org, it's one of the resource pages. Again, I've had this up for, you know, seven plus years or whatnot on the, on the, uh, with this apostolate, uh, is eagles prepare well, adapt and change. I know one of the points uh, that you wanted to make, uh, I think is working off of uh, Father Michael Rodriguez's uh, point of, you know, where, where do we need to go to? And, it, and it's scripturally based, right? The cloud by day the fire by night. This is how the, you know, the Israelites followed the will of God. Basically they moved with the cloud uh, by day and and the fire by night. It's, it's pretty simple. So we're going to get those indicators. We, we got to quit running ahead. And, and uh, I don't know what the word is, you know, looking too far down the road, so to speak, just live this day. Uh, as Jesus says in scripture, uh, today has enough problems as its own conquer these problems. God's already has everything lined up for us in the future, if you will. So long as we recognize what we're supposed to do next, right? I mean, that's like, I think the big point. Um, So that's a great point. Exactly. So um, a couple there. First of all is the, let's call it like your internal antenna, your radar, your ability to listen. Because if if our uh, input screen or if our microphone for our soul, right, which is our our five senses, um, is how things get into our soul, if all of that is so busy and so cluttered, it's like a microphone that has like gunk all over it and you can't really get sound into it. And mm-hmm. uh, and so our Lord right now is cleaning our microphones so that they can be fine tuned to be able to listen to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we are absolutely going to need that uh, attentiveness, faithfulness and attentiveness um, to to be able to uh, to follow the designs of, frankly, of Our Lady, who's going to and Saint Joseph, who are really coming to the fore as our leaders through the traumatic times ahead. Why? Because uh, when it comes to it, as um, and I need to disambiguate here. Uh, so it's uh, Father Michel Rodrigue. He's a oh Canadian. okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, it's okay. There is actually a um, a, a pretty uh, well-known Father Michael Rodriguez, who's a um, who's a traditional priest, I think, in like Arizona or someplace. Yeah, and, somewhere out west. Yeah. Yes, this is a different man, and um, Father Michelle Rodriguez is a. Um, I think he lives in Michigan, and God the Father told him to go build a monastery. It's going to be a safe haven for uh, for priests during the tribulation, and. He's actually got a pretty, pretty good bit of that construction done. It's, it's quite impressive. 
But anyway, he and uh, he's one of the featured speakers on countdowntothekingdom.com, which is um, a uh, it's Mark Mallett's also on that one. And they they put a lot of great stuff out there. Um, Countdowntothekingdom.com. But uh, in any case, Father Michelle and his talks are off the charts. Awesome. Really, really awesome. And um, and so he talks about how there are. uh, how all faithful Catholics or Christians in general, because everybody's going to be Catholic at some point, um, will see a flame that uh, your guardian angel shows you to lead you to your safe haven and to like, you know, to avoid the bad guys and all that kind of uh, 007 stuff um, when it comes to it. And, and maybe that's when, you know, you have your bug out bag and your bushcrafting skills and all the it's, mm-hmm. you know, then it's go time. Um but the point is to not worry because – and I said this, I think, last time, that we all have assigned places, right? And our guardian angels are going to lead us. The fact that it's going to be a little flame that you see is kind of a cool detail. But also he says that um, when you get to your assigned safe haven, then um, you're going to benefit from the cloak of invisibility at the safe haven. Um, and it's also going to be one of these things where you need to you need to work and you need to pray and you need to like live your like little mini Christian society inside the safe haven. But don't look outside because you'll effectively turn in. You have the same demise as Lot's wife. All right. So, right. Like we need to, you know, have probably have your priest, have mass, have the sacraments, you know, living, working, growing your food, you know, whatever you're doing, or, you know, just receiving food miraculously from at the hands of the angels or however it works, or maybe even um, like uh, the children of Garabandal or in Fatima when uh, the angel brought them Holy Communion. Like, you know, it's, we don't know how it's all going to work, but we do know that we're going to be protected. And like you said, Eric, really well, we need to not worry right now. There's if you're called, I'll say this, if you're called to prepare physically and materially, you know, then by all means, do it. But pray about it. And if for all your listeners and if you're not called, don't worry about it. Like we, the, the rest of us who are just need your your support. Just pray for us that, you know, that we can continue to be faithful and prepare for when all you guys show up. Like That's that's the awesome part. Like we're all part of the body of Christ and it's all going to work out together, like not to worry. That's a big thing. Like you're saying, fear of suffering or fear of the unknown or fear of change or losing our comforts. All those things are tactics of the devil that he's going to try and shove at us. So um, don't take the bait. Yeah, they're builders and then they're going to be refugees, really, two camps. I mean, people preparing, uh, you know, you know, these safe havens and then people coming to them. So if you find yeah. yourself not having the economic means or you feel like you're trapped or whatnot, again, just take one day at a time, as uh, yeah. Mike is saying, and, and you'll be led to where you need to go. Everything exactly. God will line everything up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Don't worry about it. I mean, it's it's not a bad idea. I mean, since everybody's on lockdown right now, to get some practical skills that you could contribute. You know, even if it's just like a uh, like a YouTube level of understanding. You know, try and learn something. It doesn't hurt. You can use your time well, and you know, for that end, and pray about it. What the Lord wants each person to learn. It does, it's not a bad idea, but Mostly it's just conquering your own sins and getting holy. That's, that's the big contribution. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's all, it's all about holiness. It's again, we'll be a much smaller, more purified uh, church, but there'll be more saints, uh, you know, as Catholic prophecy indicates the consensus thereof, 
many more saints than even the early church. Now, I wanted to get your take and analysis in terms of uh, you, you made this point uh, to, to me and, and, and what you wanted to talk about today. I've been talking about the past few weeks. I know you've been busy. You haven't been able to catch up on all the podcasts, but they're trying to push us out of society. It's quite clear. I mean, I've been saying this yeah. now for years. Start living right now like you're outside of society. Uh, yes. And the vaccine agenda is really largely playing into this now. We're hearing about this tattoo ID system. Everyone is now concerned about the mark of the beast. And, uh, you know, moving to and fro, they're setting up checkpoints in Texas and Florida. I put up videos today on the website showing that, demonstrating that. Uh, they now have drones in the sky, uh, Mike. Uh, I'm not sure if you, you saw this uh, this morning on the website in Manhattan. They were flying above. I think it was one of the parks. I don't know if the Central Park is there or not. But the drone was actually talking to the people below. Keep six feet apart. I mean, it was very Orwellian. It was it was kind of freaky. Uh, yeah. And then what was the other point? There was one other thing. I had. Oh, uh, they also have drones in the sky that now can see if you're sniffling or if you're coughing or whatnot. Like they can pick up the symptoms of the corona or whatnot. I mean, it's getting very Orwellian. Uh, so talk to us a little bit more about what you're seeing in terms of us, you know, having the necessity of remaining uh, outside of society now, I would argue right now, and then moving, you know, into the future. Yeah. So um, th this is uh, it goes back to detachment. OK, there's there's all of those things are true and we all see them coming at like rapid fire pace, like in the. In the Marine Corps, we have this expression of like at the cyclic rate, which means if you're in a fully automatic weapon and you you pull the trigger and you hold it, you know, as fast as that machine gun will fire, that's the cyclic rate. It cycles a certain number of times per minute or whatever. So we're 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 seeing these events come at us like the drones and the checkpoints and all that kind of stuff at the cyclic rate. And um, and it's it's coming really fast. And there's a uh, someone who gets prophecies who um, told Mark Mallet um, not too long ago that events would start coming now, like um, box cars on a freight train, just you're sitting there at the, the train crossing and it's just like one after the other, after the other. Hmm. And so it's coming. And you know, whether coronavirus is a longer or a shorter one, like the next one's loaded up right behind it and they got the finger on their trigger and it's coming. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. but all it means is for us is to keep our eyes up. And to not worry. Padre Pio said it. Pray, hope, and don't worry. And when we have the peace and the assurance of Jesus Christ, and especially of his all-powerful mother, that they are going to not only take care of us, but, you know, let's let's move outward now. Our orientation is not like we're looking in and being like what they call a navel gazer, like looking at yourself and worried and all this. <laughs> you know, but look out and say, you know what? I need to be that apostle for Jesus Christ. I need to be that one that has the confidence in our Lord based on a firm faith and no fear and no concern about myself, but like a, a, a radical charity and a love, a burning zeal for souls, so much so that I have the spirit of the martyrs. And I don't care, not reckless, but I don't care what happens to me I'm worried about that soul right there and that one right there and that, you know, mm. that poor man mm -hmm. sitting on the street corner or whatever it is. And um, and so when we are it's St. Thomas Aquinas tells us that love is wanting the, the greater good for the other when we're other centered and we, we care about spreading the 
uh, kind of a trite expression, but the good news of Jesus Christ. There's a lot of good news right now. And, you know, especially centered on the coming of the kingdom, the restoration of all things, hence Eden Redux. Mm -hmm. And like there's a lot of goodness that if we just look up, we can see the twinkling of the sun starting to, to light up the night sky in the east when the dawn is starting to come. It's like the pre-dawn air time right now. We can see it. And we as Catholics who have studied prophecy, we know, we know it's coming. And so when we see all these other things happening around us, like Christ told the apostles, you need to be able to read the signs of the times. And mm -hmm. that's the message for us to not be afraid, but on the contrary, to be so certain in the faith that we have on what Our Lady has told us for centuries, that we know that this new era is coming, the triumph of her immaculate heart, the reign of Mary, the coming of the kingdom. Like, I just want everybody to be really certain and just assured on this point, stand on solid ground mm -hmm. that, you know what, the, it, the era of peace is right around the corner and we need to be the beacon of light in the darkness that tells people, you know what, <clears throat> it, do not be afraid. Mm -hmm. That's it. Uh, and to, fur to further that point, uh, good news for everyone today. We obviously know we're being surrounded by this new Egypt, uh, as I have put it, and uh, we're, we're being led out uh, by Moses. And keep in mind, I always say this, and I have this in one of my eagle videos. Uh, keep in mind, when Moses parted the Red Sea, what did he do? He extended his arms outward like an eagle, an eagle-like mm -hmm. fashion. This represents faith and hope, the early church father said. Apocalypse 12, 14, faith and hope is what keeps us uh, alive. It keeps us what's thriving as eagles. And our eyes have to be remain open in charity. We have to see things as God sees them. So the good news I wanted to get to was these psychopaths, they don't have much more time. We know the reign of the Antichrist is short, three and a half yep. years. Uh, so it is right around the corner. I, I've said this now for years. And again, we don't like the date set or whatnot. But, uh, you know, this restoration period, I believe, will happen before 2030 if the Antichrist is right around the corner. If uh, the, uh, the, 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 the Great Tribulation is like 2023, as some of these satanic Jews are saying, which very might be the case. Uh, there's more talk of the rebuilding of the third temple. Not sure if everyone caught that news today. Netanyahu is uh, thinking about uh, getting that, you know, that instituted and and, and a restoring of the, the old sacrifice, the old quote unquote sacrifice. I uh, got that up on the website today. So the psychopaths don't have too much more time. And, and I'm going to further the point that Mike has just said, you know, right now, utilize the time. Uh, to grow in uh, the sacred heart, grow in selfless love, to move, to be able to give up your body today. Don't think like, okay, well, I'll be ready, you know, three years from now to be able to give up my life, to, uh, you know, for Jesus. No, do it today. Start now. Right. Start the process today. Um, and then the last point I want to make, and I'll hand it over uh, to Mike for some final comments and some shameless self-promotion as we close out, is the ultimate ultimate reminder, folks, to keep us in confidence uh, for these times is Jesus' reminder. And the gates of hell won't prevail. All hell could be breaking loose around us and chaos and darkness and devils around us during the three days of darkness. But if we have God in us, in our fortress of the soul, as I talk about in my book, we remain safe. We're inside the walls of the mm -hmm. immaculate and sacred heart. How can we be perturbed by any of the darkness or chaos on the outside? I'll hand it back over to you, Mike. Yeah, awesome. Very well said, Eric. Thank you. So, listen, it, in closing, there, we have a lot of cause for joy. And we should we should show that confidence uh, to anybody that we meet, anybody that we talk to. And they should ask us. I mean, this is actually from sacred scripture, too. Like they should ask us the cause of our joy. And we should tell them, like, Christ the King is 
is going to triumph. He's going to reestablish his kingdom on earth. And uh, it, we'll talk maybe next time further in mm-hmm. detail about um, the coming of the kingdom of the divine will and what our Lord told Luisa Picaretta, which is kind of at the heart of our apostolate. But just be joyful. And we need to understand that, that, that we're on the winning side in the midst of all of this. And we should be ready to shed everything to walk away. Like I've said it before, this this refuge that our Lord has built and you know, using our hands, it might not be for us. We might be like the Von Trapp family in the Sound of Music. You just have to go. I don't know. But he does his things for his own purposes. So be detached and be joyful. Yeah. And a quick programming note here, uh, if I could get everyone – uh, to write this down, I know an awful lot of people are going to be listening to this podcast specifically as they do uh, every time Safe Haven Mike comes on the program. April the 13th, that's going to be this Monday. I'm going to be on Late Night in the Midlands, very popular channel. I don't even know how many radio stations I now have, but it's heard inter- uh, it's, it's not only heard nationally, but it's heard internationally as well. And it's a live call-in show. So from 9.30 to midnight, I'll be on with Michael Vara. I would hope that we could have some Catholic representation at one of my last media appearance. I mean, I was just bombarded by Protestantism and paganism or whatnot. Not that I can't handle it. It's just refreshing from time to time when we get some Catholic callers uh, to call into the program. So that's going to be late night in the Midlands. I'll get that link up uh, the day of. Uh, that's Monday, April the 13th. And uh, hopefully we, we have some uh, some Catholics there uh, to call in. So, folks, just want to thank you all for tuning in today. And I hope you all have a very wonderful and blessed day as we continue to move along in this holy week. Stay safe. God bless. Let's stay under the mantle of Our Lady. Until next time, Ave Maria.